0: one. Hi, you're listening to An Open Dialogue. I'm Violet Howe. And I am Todra Candle. And you're also maybe watching An Open Dialogue. You might be. Depending on your preferred uh, experience, <laughs> your, your preferred Open <laughs> your preferred Dialogue preferred experience. preferred <laughs> yes, of experiencing us. <laughs> so we haven't talked in a while. I mean, you know, uh, We've both been super crazy busy, but I was thinking about you yesterday because, you know, David and I listened to um, uh, a podcast that is um, Good Mythical Morning, you know, that I love with Rhett and Link. And yesterday, the one that he was listening to was talking about the most addictive food. And I just knew (laughs) that even though the rest of us didn't agree, you would be able to tell us what the most addictive food is and what is it it is pizza, pizza. you would yeah. be right yeah 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 they were talking about you know people said well chocolate or um bread or i oh, was that, oh, popcorn I'm trying to think what other people said um but french fries uh, cakes cookies whatever yeah. yeah but they they said pizza has it all because it's got the carbs it's got the salty it's got the cheese and and uh what have you so um yeah i i i, I think that uh, Whenever I see Pizza I say, "Oh, that's a violet, violet thing." Violet, yeah, yeah, there's violet. So, um, you know, and and thinking about this, I was thinking about how busy both you and I have been, and how our lives are kind of <laughs> crazy, and we've both been going when we t- when we talk. I'm so overwhelmed right now. <sighs> I think I,
1: I do think life kind of goes like in in cycles. Like I don't. I don't feel like there's ever a time when I'm like, woo, I have nothing going on and nothing's happening. But I do feel like there's times when it just like ramps into a higher gear and it seems like, you know, you have family stuff happening and work stuff happening and household stuff happening and world stuff happening and friends stuff Mm -hmm. happening. It's it's just like there's sometimes when all the plates are spinning at one time. And I feel like I'm fairly good at juggling a lot of plates, but I do feel like there's times when I feel like they all kind of start wobbling a little bit and it feels like I'm about to lose control. Like I, I, I'm not going to be able to manage all this and, and I, I'm managing it, but I, but I, there's that feeling of overwhelm, that feeling of like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to like not be in control or I'm about to not be. I think control is a huge issue there because I've said it twice, but but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm going to not be able to handle what's going on, and that's a that's a huge fear, and then I think that fear feeds into the overwhelm.
0: The fact that you know you have a problem is the first step. <laughs> I feel like this just became a whole different kind of podcast <laughs> intervention. <laughs> oh yeah, we we uh, we David and I started watching um, rewatching uh, the old series "How I Met Your Mother," and we realized how many things contribute to our our family conversation. You know, things phrases right. use, and you know that their thing was we're going to stage an intervention. I'll make the sign. So, you know, they, they, had, they had this sign that they would roll out every time they were having an intervention. So um, th- this is not that. I have no sign. I didn't have time to make the sign. So My husband's not there,
1: there waiting in the wings to join in <laughs> the conversation.
0: That would really be weird, but okay.
1: <laughs> he, told, he told me that the other day, he goes, I just feel like that you like project things that are really negative negative. As though you like think that's going to happen and it may never happen. Mm -hmm. And like, and, and there is definitely, there's definitely truth in that. Like, I feel like I'm a person who I try to be prepared. So what is the worst thing that could happen? How am I going to be prepared for that? And as long as I'm prepared for that, I'm going to be okay. But that does increase your stress level because you're constantly preparing for the worst or you're constantly expecting the worst or you're constantly, and I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm a pessimistic person. Like I do think I'm an optimistic person, but I do, my mind always goes to, you know, like if, 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 you know, if one of my parents says, we need to talk to you. I'm like, Oh my God, one of them's sick. One of them's ill. I've done something wrong. You know, I like it's, it's, it immediately goes to that. And it may be like, we were thinking about taking a trip and we wanted to know, like, you know what I mean? So we wanted your advice on restaurants in Scotland or whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God, who's dying. So I, um, uh, or yeah. my kid, you know, it's that you've seen the meme where, um, there's a meme of like a, a young adult and their phone is laying on the counter and they're playing video games. And it's like me when my mother calls and I don't answer. And then it shows them like in a wrecked car in a in a like flooded river holding onto a limb. And it's like my mother when, I, you know, when she calls yeah. and I don't answer. and I And I do think that's kind of like my brain does that. I'm guilty of that, of being like immediately jumping to, oh my God, what could have possibly happened? And then going through all the...
0: Yeah. What do I need yeah. to do? And I think our our experience and our past. I think some of us are are programmed, we're wired that way. But then our experience and our past um, do that to us too. Uh, my sister and I were talking the other day about um, the fact that oh, way back about 2005, um, our parents said, "Hey, let's go out to dinner. We're going to go to this 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 restaurant." And oh, it's you know it's 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 a nice place. And we thought we were just going out because They were getting ready to celebrate um, their 40th wedding, yeah, their 40th wedding anniversary. And so we were planning a party and we thought that that's what what they wanted to talk about, whatever. But no, they wanted to tell us that my father was out of remission for his cancer and that um, the hospital had inadvertently destroyed all the stem cells that were supposed to be his key to going back into remission. And so we were saying, you know, who does that? Who says, Hey, let's go out to dinner. And in the middle of this very, very fancy restaurant where we're eating great food, say that, I mean, so. That's like the exact
1: opposite of what I was just saying. Like, you know what I mean? That's why you have to be
0: prepared. Yeah. But that's why your experience then prepares you for that. And so um, we, we now refer to that restaurant as the, uh, you know, that we don't like to go there maybe because we go in, we're like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? Who's right? Drop I'm immediately the
1: nauseous and it has nothing to do with the food.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I think we can. Um, I think there is real overwhelm and panic, like things that are really, really like life threatening right. things. And then there's things that we have um that we choose to make panic that we can step away from, you know, if we if we can see them. And plus we also put ourselves at times, some of us put ourselves in situations where we know we're going to be overwhelmed or, you know, um, one of the things that, yeah, go ahead. Cause I have no, something go ahead. to say. But no, no, go ahead. no, I was just going to say one of the things that, um, I, I went through Becca signs, um, strength finders course. And one of the things that, uh, we talked about was that I write best, when I am right up against a deadline, like I will know I have a book due and it has to be done by this date. But I, 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 I know I should write two thousand right. words a day and right. just leisurely do it. But I don't. I, I get up to the thirty-day mark and then I write ten thousand words a day. Right. You know, and I'm going, oh my gosh. So we talked about the fact that. If this is my mode of writing and it works for me, that's great. But I have to create a new way of like setting myself a deadline three months before so that it's not technically a deadline. So I'm kind of like fooling myself that way, which is one way to avoid that kind of overwhelm.
1: Well, and I think you also then have to structure your life where for that 30 days that you're going to be doing 10,000 words a day, there is nothing else you have to do. And that's difficult to do. I mean, you have a family, you have obligations, you have, you know, a business to run. So it's, um, yeah, I definitely think for me, um, I, I struggle with saying no, and therefore I tend to kind of like take on, I don't want to disappoint someone and I don't want right. to let someone down. So I tend to take on projects that I know I don't have time to do, that I know I don't have mental creative energy to do, but I don't want to hurt someone's feelings or let them down. And so I say yes. And then I'm mm-hmm. like stressed and probably a little bit resentful that I'm doing it. And I'm also then neglecting other things that really needed to be done. So yeah, that's something I need to work on. So.
0: Yeah. do you, Do you think that Um, how do you know when you're, when you're at the beginning of, of overwhelm? Like, what are the clues that. I think for me,
1: um, and it, and it sounds so ridiculous. And in taking Becca Symes class, I kind of found out that, oh, it's not just me that does that. Okay. (laughs) Um, I, I tend to like shut down, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's funny because I'll, I'll get up and I have so many things to do and so many things that need to be done that I tend to kind of like slack off and not get them done which is sounds counterintuitive like that hello that's just going to make it worse but it's, it's almost like I'm so overwhelmed that I can't I can't figure out where to start or I can't figure out how to focus and and then it snowballs because then obviously I end up more behind because I haven't done what I need to do and um I'll, I'll start feeling that way. If I start feeling like there's just too many things on my to-do list, there's too many things on my deadline list, there's too many, then I start kind of feeling like I, I can't get it all done. I can't get it all done. I can't, oh, look, I'll just, I'll just clean the floors. Oh, I, I you know, I need to do this. I, I, I Oh, look, oh, look, I'll, I'll sort my closet in by colors. Like, so it's, it's, I realize whenever I start, like not being productive at all that I've taken on too much. And then, and can I just tell you that's so frustrating because like that doesn't get in my closet sort of does nothing to take anything off the to-do list or make the problem better. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny when you're talking about closet, because I, I have a um a saying that I, I passed on to my aunt Terry that um, you can tell the state of my life by my, what my closet looks like because I have a tendency to be like, I don't have time to do anything. So this is just going to sit here. This is just going to sit here till I have time to deal with it. And I I literally put it in the closet (laughs) so I don't have to look at it. And then I go deal with it afterwards. But
1: um, I do piles. Like my desk mm. piles up and I'll put everything in a pile. Like, okay, I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. And then there's another pile beside it that I was going to deal with tomorrow. And then there's another pile beside it. And then something happens where I need like... You know the bill that I didn't pay, or I need that form that was supposed to be filled out, and then I'm digging through the piles to try to find them. Yeah. Um, and it and it and it stresses me out. Like when I come out here and I sit down at my desk, and thank God y'all can't see my desk right now because there are piles <laughs> everywhere. That wigs me out. Like it's like there's so much to be done, and there's so much visually that I can see that I'm behind. And um, yeah, you know. And, and the other thing too there are people, oh hi Dexter, there are people who are dealing with massive health problems or like yeah. they're, you know, yeah. dealing with with family members with massive health problems or there's people who, you know, with this pandemic have like lost their job or their, or their spouse has lost their job. Like I realize there's people who have really, really serious issues. And so then I feel guilty that I'm so stressed about my to-do list when nothing on my to-do list is life-threatening, nothing on my to-do list is like dire. And, and, and so I feel guilty that I'm even stressed about it, but it's still it's still stressful. And, and so I don't know, how do you think we stop the overwhelm from happening? Like I know once I get in it, thanks to classes like Becca's that I've taken or Sarah Cannon's that I've taken, I know I need to kind of like, you know, pick three things and focus on getting those three things done or just, you know, pick one thing and focus. like, I know kind of like what I need to do, but how do we stop from getting to that point?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, I think we we begin by looking at what we've just talked about. Like, what are the what are the uh, the pitfalls? What where are we more likely to experience it? And um, you know, like like with me, it's it's book deadlines. So I can look and go, okay, I, I have a pre order and it has to be uploaded on this day. So those two weeks before might be a little stressful um if i haven't if i haven't uh written the book yet <laughs> you know that <it laughs> might be might be a little stressful who knows um you know and so i think we try to we try to say how can i how can i uh alleviate that how can i avoid that becoming stressful like where can i um say to the people who live with me okay i anticipate this is going to be a time of busyness, I, I try to avoid using the word stress because I feel like it's been overused. Um, but we both, you know, we, we both know what it means. Um, but I try to say, you know, this this is a time I anticipate being a little bit busier. Um, so what can we do right. to alleviate that? Like, can you, can you commit to cooking dinner? Can you commit to, uh, you know, being the one who's in charge of A, B, C, D? That is my dog barking because... <laughs> Because his sister is probably getting ready to leave um, and he he hates anybody to go. So, you know, that has been helpful. Um, that has definitely been a good tool. Um, it If you have control tendencies, as you and I were talking about, um, mm-hmm. that can become a little bit that can become an anxious thing, too, because you're thinking, OK, I asked them to make dinner. Are they going to make dinner? Do they need me to, to grocery shop? Are they going to grocery shop? Do they need money for grocery shopping? Um, should I say anything? Do I not say anything? Do I just let it happen? Do I see you know and, right. and so and right. so you're that biting your whole tongue new like, factor yeah right so you're biting your tongue to uh, you know avoid going are you going to make dinner tonight Can you please commit to me? You know? <laughs> um, but I think it is it is a good idea to look at it um, and and to see where you can. I'm I'm waving goodbye. Uh, Where you can help with that, you know, where you can try to um, circumvent your own forms of of stress. Um, And sometimes we we get addicted to that. Sometimes we get addicted to that mountain falling down the mountain experience. The
1: adrenaline, yeah. The
0: adrenaline, yeah. Yeah
1: it's yeah, almost and- like we create the drama in order to have the adrenaline of yeah. of surviving the drama I, I think that there's something to that and I, I don't think it's a conscious choice but i you know i definitely i, I had one of my parents said to me at some point because you know i have a lot of parents one of my parents said to me at some point like i feel like you have all these <laughs> pots boiling on the stove and every time you take a pot <laughs> off the stove you just add another pot back onto the stove and i and i can definitely see that um I find it hard to slow down. I find it hard to not take on a million projects. And um, I I think that I I kind of like juggle trying to figure out like how to do less and, and keep the list of things I'm doing manageable with how to accomplish everything I want to accomplish. Are you still there? <laughs> okay. This got really weird because, like, all of a sudden, Tadra froze and it said that Tadra was no longer with me. And so I'm not sure where this is going or what's happening. So this could be stressful if you were on a podcast with someone and you're recording live and then they disappear. Um, she's messaging me. Um, okay. Okay. Hello. So one of my parents said that it's like I have pots burning on every burner on every burner on the stove and as soon as I take one pot off I go ahead and add another pot back on. And and I do think that I'm guilty of that. Like I think I'm I I find a hard time juggling how to know like when not to take on more and to keep my stuff manageable. But also to balance that with accomplishing everything that I feel like I need to accomplish, or everything I feel like I need to do. Not to mm-hmm. mention some of the things that I feel like I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to keep from getting to the point of overwhelm because I feel like I keep finding myself here. So you would think at some point it would be like, oh, don't do this or don't do this, and you won't end up back there again because it's not a, it's not a good feeling.
0: No, no, but. Um- I think in a lot of ways we as a society have glorified this. I mean, everybody—if if you call somebody up and say, "Hey, how are you?" and they're like, "I'm good. I have all the time in the world. I'm just <laughs> sitting around reading a book. I, you know, don't know what I'm going to do later." Uh, there's kind of a almost a, um, you know, like like a negative. Right. Feeling with that. We we all right. want to say, "Oh my gosh, I've been so busy." I've it's almost like so a badge
1: of honor to have been busy or to have lost yeah. sleep or to have yeah. um, you know, overbooked yourself. Like it's it's yeah, yeah, it is. It's almost kind of like a um an accomplishment if yeah. if you are tired or or if you are busy
0: or if you've got a lot going on. And um yeah, and I think we kind of have to stop that. I don't know. I um yeah. I, and I think there's some people who thrive on it. And I think, you know, you have to, what you have to ask yourself in some ways, maybe why, why do I like this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. I don't like it. Once well, I I'm do think, I, I do think part of it is the adrenaline, you know, yeah, the part of it, is, it the, is the trying to get everything done. Um, I know too, like, I feel a sense of accomplishment when I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And so I feel like sometimes there's so many things that I'm supposed to be doing that I'm not sure which one to start on. And so then I do something that I'm not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, And, and I feel like if I, if I took on less, and if I factored in time to do those things that I'm quote unquote not supposed to be doing, like just sitting, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or just reading a, a, a magazine or reading a book or something, mm-hmm. um, then I might not feel so much
0: overwhelmed. So Yeah. Yeah. And I think taking things in chunks is, is helpful. I read a book on the advice of... Um, one of my my good author friends, um, Sylvie Fox, said like when she when Sylvie says, I read this book and it was helpful. I am immediately like on my my phone. Going, yeah, I read this book or have ordered it already. Um, and so the twelve week year was something that she had recommended to me, and um, it really has made a difference. That I the twelve week year the twelve week year. So okay, so tell of, me a little bit about that. Okay, so the idea is that um, we generally plan. Businesses, when I say we, businesses plan in the in a year, whether it's a fiscal year or a calendar year or whatever, and you see that at the end of the year they're scrambling to do a bunch of stuff. You know, how many times do you see in December people are like, "Oh, I got to got to get the payroll, got to get the tax stuff, right. you know, blah 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 blah, right. all this stuff I have to do." And so um, his idea, and I can't remember the author's name, but it's on Amazon and it's a good book. Um, uh, his idea was that break the year down into 12 weeks and not necessarily the quarters that, that are prescribed, you know, like it is a quarter of a year, 12 weeks is right. Yes. Three. No, no, no. Yes. No. Yes, it is. No, no, Okay. Well, four (laughs) times 12
1: would be 48. So it's not like an even quarter. No, it's not an
0: even quarter. So that that requires mathing. And you know, I'm I'm not going (laughs) to math. Um, (laughs) um, Anyway, but it's, but it's, you can set it up the way you like it. Like for me, I try to take to maybe three weeks off between 12-week years. Sometimes not as much. Sometimes it's just a week, depending. But um, I look at it like, okay, my my next 12-week year starts on June 1st. Right. Right. And because that for me, it's after Memorial Day. It's a new month. And so everything that I have on my Kanban board right now is for my next 12 week year. Yeah. Oh, it's actually June 7th. Oh, even better. Look at that. I have a whole other week. I didn't know. You have a week off. I have a week off, right? And it goes to August 30th. So um, I look at that 12 weeks and I say, this is what I can accomplish. This is what I must accomplish. This is what I can accomplish. This is what I might. I could, right, maybe, right. if I want to accomplish. And then I have, it's on my Kanban board um, in different colors of, of Post-its. And the idea is something very similar. Exactly. To her heart,
1: heart, right. uh, heart Breathings HB90 mm-hmm. program, she plans by the quarter.
0: Right, yeah. But this way, I like it because I don't have to say that a quarter begins on thus and such a date. Because right. my experience has been that... Um, That doesn't always work with you. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't always work out for me. Yeah. And that way I can, because if you only go by quarter, that means you're you're rolling from one quarter immediately into the other because there's not a week of rest or a two-week right. period of rest between quarters. There should be, um, but he he actually suggests that you you know you plan it that way and then you take some time off so that you can thoughtfully and intentionally plan the next one. Um, and yeah, it's worked very well for me. And it also it's the optimal time to accomplish certain tasks. And you know he has all the science behind it. It's a good book, and I suggest it. Um, so yeah, so my my next twelve weeks is is planned to start on the seventh, and uh, um, I have found that that does alleviate some overwhelm for me because I can look at it and go, oh well, that's not on it, so no, I don't have to do it. Or mm, gosh, I, I forgot to put this on it. Really has to be done. Uh, I I
1: find yeah. that I do well. Like I love Sarah Cannon's um, you know planning yeah, system that she does, which is similar. It's a ninety day. I I do very well when I first set that up. And when I first Mm -hmm. set that up, I'm following it. I'm using the Kanban board. I'm using the planner. I'm doing all those things. And I feel productive. And I feel like I have a handle on it. And it's great. Same with a lot of the things that I learned in Becca Syme's um, Strength Finders class. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, when I structure my day that way and when I use timers like pomodoro and i you know when i do those things it's amazing how when you do the things that experts suggest that you do they work i find that that if something happens that that kind of like spins me off of that or something mm-hmm. happens where i kind of like um i, I don't know if if something happens with one of my sons or something happens with my husband's company or something happens with one of my dogs or something happens where something breaks in the house, like if something happens Mm -hmm. rather than me just kind of like adjusting the schedule and, and getting right back in, I tend to be like, Oh, that's blown. And then I'm not on it anymore. And then I spiral out of control and I, and I get overwhelmed and I find the hardest time getting myself back in the back on the program, getting myself back to doing it. And it's so ridiculous to me, even like saying this out loud to you, I know that it works when I do it Mm -hmm. and I know how to do it. So why on earth would I choose to be stressed and overwhelmed and just not do, not use the tools that I paid someone else to teach me to manage it?
0: What, what do you
1: think it is about I'm not going to say me specifically because I don't want your critique. But what do you think it to. is about certain personality types? Let's say, or people that that you know what you need to be doing and you just don't do it.
0: Well, I think there's such a thing as self sabotage. As as you know, we do sometimes. No, wait, are our, you talking to me personally, or you're talking? I'm to me? talking to the world <laughs> at large. I'm not talking to, as I start taking notes now. <laughs> um, um, I, I do think. I mean, we all do it in one area of our life or the other. You know, we we have a budget, and and even though we know that our our clothing budget is only thirty dollars, we go out and spend three hundred because it's such a great deal and it's such you know such a great right. sale, right? Right. Um, or or we're or healthy we, eating. I was going to say healthy eating, eating yeah. right? And yeah. yet and yet you know, there's that chocolate cake and we might never come back to this restaurant again. And right. They might exactly. Stop it's Somebody a special That's or, right. Yeah. Somebody might lose the recipe and I'd never get a chance to have it again. Um, and, and so we, we do that. And, and rather sometimes if you are a certain personality, you do have a, a certain kind of all or nothing thinking. So I'm either completely compliant or if I've stepped out, then, oh, well, it's done. We. I should just. I'm just gonna have to wait until the. Next I'm just 12- screwed. That's right. it. Yeah. Exactly. I,
1: I unfortunately tend to. I I tend to kind of sit in that box of yeah. Once I've screwed up or once I feel like I'm off track, yeah. Then it's like, anything anything goes. Okay, never mind. <laughs>
0: You right. know, yeah. I,
1: I've, I've often joked that like I so admire um, figure skaters in the Olympics that like you're, you know, you're in the Olympics. You, you've trained for four years or your whole life basically right. for this moment. And then you try to land that triple axel and you fall. But what amazes me is they get right back up and they finish the rest of the competition, even if they know that what just happened has knocked them off the leaderboard or what just happened has taken them has taken away any chance at a medal they get back up and they do it and I don't know that I would have that fortitude (laughs) like I think I would just get up wave at the audience (laughs) and be like thank you this has been great and just skate on off because that's it I know I've already screwed it up and I can't get it back And, and it's something that is something I don't like about myself that when I feel like I've screwed up too badly to get it back that I'm like okay well, I screwed up. I guess, I guess well, I'll go ahead and have another piece of cake. Like, so, um, so yeah, well, I maybe I hate maybe the that. whole
0: figure skater thing is is a good analogy for you, and maybe it's a uh, it's the idea of of being intentional about going. Okay, it's okay. This this day doesn't have to define this week or this month or this year of my life.
1: Right. You know, and that right. is,
0: and I think that's one of the reasons I like doing the 12 weeks instead of, instead of um, defined quarters, because it does give me a little wiggle room to not be like, well, I've messed this up now. I have to wait until, now you know, I have to wait, until until the- have, yeah, have to wait yeah. till January 1st or I have to wait right. until whatever, because right. I can just get right back on it and know that, that it's okay. And I, I you know, I've done the same thing where I've been like, well, um, I was supposed to start this exercise program, this meditation program, this, this book whatever on on monday and somebody says hey um i don't know if you're up for it but let's go to the beach and let's eat this and let's do this on monday and i could say no i'm sorry i already had a plan to start a diet whatever on this day but i really do feel like we need to say yes in our lives to the good things too so um You know, see
1: my issue rather than saying yes, I'll just start on Tuesday, I -hmm. go, Yes, I guess I'll have to wait till next Monday.
0: (laughs) Right. And that's that is something. And and I think and you kind of have this in your life too, but since Clint has been off a, you know, we don't have a traditional schedule because his, his Saturdays and Sundays are always busier than his Mondays through Fridays. I mean his they're pretty busy too, but he has more flex on those days. So I think I have learned that it's okay like Tuesday's just as good a day to start as as you know Monday or or whatever. So Well, and I think, too, and I know you and I both have husbands who
1: don't have traditional, you know, eight to five hours. Right. And so my husband may come in at the end of his workday at 5 o'clock, and my husband may come in at the end of his workday at 1 o'clock. Yeah. And I think that he kind of has an expectation that I have obviously allowed that when he comes home, my focus is going to shift to whatever it is that he needs done or whatever it is that we're going to do together. and. I I struggle with figuring out how like, okay, you may be home at 1:30, but I had planned my work day to end at five. and so I need to you know stay focused on this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do think a lot of it is discipline. I think a lot of it is you know, willpower or like staying focused, um, staying with it. And um, I wanted to share. Since I, I don't want us just to talk about the problem, I wanted to share some of the things. You talked about the book, The, the 12-Week mm-hmm. Year. Yeah. Um, I mentioned um, Sarah Cannon it, for writers has a wonderful, and I would say writers or any creatives, right, has yeah. a wonderful program called HB90 where sh- you know, she talks about this quarter program. Both of us have mentioned um, Kanban boards, which you mm-hmm. can see mine right there. Yeah, there's um, and it basically is mine. like an organizational system where you have... <sighs> Task that you set up and then you move Mm -hmm. them down the board as they become priority or as they become completed. Um, Pomodoro timer that I had mentioned, like that's basically where you set a timer. And I do find, I think part of it is because I'm competitive. I do find that the timer works for me when I set it. Like you set a timer for a certain amount of time and you're going to work on that task for that amount of time um, with no distractions. And I do find that works well for me when I actually do it. If I set the timer and I'm like, okay, I'm going to write for this amount of time, or I'm going to work on marketing for this amount of time, or I'm going to do filing for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. Because then it, it almost like, it's almost like I'm running against the clock. And so I'm not going to you know, pop onto Facebook and check that. I'm not going to get up and go put the clothes in the dryer. I'm not going to do anything else because I'm on a timer and I have to get as much done before the timer goes off. So I do think mentally that's a thing that can help you if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling you've just got too many tasks. Pick a task and set a timer to work on that task. And then when the timer's off, you know, take three minutes, take five minutes or whatever, and then pick your next task. Yeah. Um, I also think it's very effective when you can, I, I'm, I like list. I love being able to cross things off list and I feel Definitely. accomplished as I cross things off list, mm-hmm. but I also tend to go, okay, what all do I need to get done today? And then I'll put 45 things on the list and there's no way they're all going to get done. It's just not even realistic. Yeah. So I think um, it's also effective when you can narrow that down to what are the three things that absolutely have to be done today. And then right. you focus on those three things first, you know, and then you can have your alternate list, like, okay, well, if I get through those three things, you know, what are five things I would like to get accomplished today? But I think breaking your list down into chunks or breaking your list down into small items makes it more manageable. Because I'm, for, for me, a lot of it is like, is mental, that if I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting through the list, there's too much on here. And then that's when I I tend to start like not doing anything, or I tend to start kind of looking for procrastination because I feel right. overwhelmed by the list. So keeping the list manageable is good.
0: Definitely. And, um, you know, we had Mel Jolly, who's a, a life coach and the the Becoming Future You um, right. uh, guru. And one of the things that she does is called um, like easy wins, quick wins, like to set yourself a goal that you know is definitely accomplishable. Achievable, day yeah. Right. And achievable, that's an even better word than accomplishable. <laughs> and then so that you you get through the day, you get that kind of adrenaline spike and that sense of accomplishment, like, oh, I did this. And she's really good at saying to me, um, what did you accomplish? Say, oh, I, I didn't do anything. And then she'll say, well, didn't you do thus and such? Oh well, yeah, I did that, but that's not a big deal. But you, you don't count it. it, yeah, right. exactly. She's really good at that, and so um, giving yourself the ability to to hit some easy wins is is a good thing. Um, and she her her course, uh, you know, becoming future you reminds you that the things when you do this.
1: you're You're setting yourself up for success. Exactly. You're,
0: you're doing a favor for future you. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really helpful for me. Well,
1: and it's, and it's funny, like when you say like things that are achievable or accomplishable, um, (laughs) I do find that when it's something that I don't feel competent at, if it's something I don't feel confident with, then I tend to push it aside. Like rather than tackling that, Mm -hmm. I, I tend to, to kind of push it aside, like advertising, for instance, that's 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 my the bane of my existence. I, I absolutely hate dealing with ads. And it's a necessary component of, of running a business, but I hate that part of it. So mm-hmm. I think that rather than going ahead and tackling it and, and getting it done, I tend to put it off. Mm-hmm. And then I feel guilty that I've put it off. And I feel like I'm behind the eight ball because I haven't done it and I don't feel comfortable doing it. And so it kind of snowballs. And so I think sometimes, yes, pick those things that are achievable or accomplishable in order to, to give yourself that boost of confidence or that that boost of like, I got something done. But I think it also helps sometimes to pick something that you know is going to be a difficult task and get it done and out of the way so that you're not dreading it, you're not constantly mm-hmm. anticipating it, you're not like, almost like procrastinating and Attempting it because then it just it it kind of snowballs and gets bigger than it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's definitely true. And and there, there's two other things that came to me while you were uh, while you were talking. One is that I often find myself, um, like not like kind of surprising myself. I, I, if I put something on the calendar that that I know I have to do that I dread, I will do everything to avoid you know, actually sitting down and doing it. But if I just kind of like slip it spring in. Spring it on yourself. Day, yeah, kind of spring it on myself and not make a big deal about it. Just like, well, I'm just going to start by doing this. Like um, last or a couple weekends ago, it was taxes. I really was like, I just have to sit down and do it. And and I kept thinking, well, I'm going to do it thus day. day. And so then I found myself on a Saturday, I Finished doing something and I just kind of slowly eased into it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I'm in the middle of it and I finished it. And yourself had no idea. Right, exactly. Happening. Myself was like, hey, how did I get here? No. Uh, you know, but I didn't say to everybody, okay, taxes are going to be done this morning. Leave me alone or whatever. Right. I just, right. I just kind of slipped into it. And once it was done, I felt so good. I was weight. like yeah. a woman. Stuffed, yeah. yeah. The other thing is knowing when we can either delegate or Giveaway or find a new way to do things. And one of the things I know you do is you have certain meals that come to you. you have your, your, uh, meal, right, service, I have delivered. meal
1: service delivered. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. Which is a great thing because that takes one big stress off you. Yeah. Um, I don't
1: have to decide what's for dinner. Like I, right. I, I mean, I have to go in and pick the menus, right. but then it gets delivered and it's, um, it's, it's like a little bag that has everything in that I would need with the recipe that I would need to prepare it. And that has taken a huge amount of stress
0: off yeah. me. Yeah, and I, I do it with grocery shopping. I have, uh, you know, a service that I mean, a lot of us do now. But um, I know that for me, leaving the house, getting out to do it, and um, and, and actually going around the the grocery store is is a big time suck for me. Right. So, um I have I have uh you know a subscription that I can just go on and I can have groceries delivered every day if I want. And sometimes I do because I'll say, "Oh, I need this, this and this." And then I'll realize the next day, "Oh, I forgot this, this and this." And there's no um there's no minimum, so it's nice. Um and sometimes those things do
1: cost more like the grocery delivery right. service or the meal delivery service. Um, if, if I sit down and I work out what those meals cost me versus what it would cost me to go to the grocery store and buy the ingredients, it is a little bit more, Yeah. but I have to look at the time I would spend going to the grocery store, the absolutely. time I would spend trying to figure mm-hmm. out what I'm making and what I need and making the list and all that kind of things. Um, and the stress level, if you enjoy cooking as you do, right. it, it's a whole different thing. I absolutely loathe cooking and I loathe deciding what to cook and I loathe trying to figure out what all's needed. And so yeah. for me, that alleviates stress to be able to mm-hmm. do that through, um, um, you know, a HelloFresh or Marley and Spoon. Like right. that. it, it, it really alleviates stress for me. Um, and we have food. Yeah, <laughs> and We don't have to day. order pizza every night, which right. would be fine with me, but my <laughs> husband kind of, you know, expect and we all, something different.
0: And we all have those things. Like, yes, I do enjoy cooking. And I love to do it. Like, yeah, the other day, my husband said, Oh, let's just have like appetizers for dinner, or whatever. And he came home, and we we're having a full dinner. And I said, I-, I had the time, and I had the the energy, and I had the ingredients. And it it was great. I-, I enjoyed, you know, cooking, cooking this meal. Um, That's not for me, a stress that is a stress reliever. But there yeah. are certainly a lot of other things that you know, I would rather have somebody else do. And if right. I can, if I can do it, um, and I like you, I don't mind cooking. I do not like having to figure out what to eat. There's no, well, there's, there's very little uh, greater relief to me than to be like, Oh, what are we having for dinner? And then being like, Oh, that's right. I already, or, or we already made this right. plan or whatever. Like, right? Huh. I mean, um, Fresh Market offers their little big meal, and it's, you go in there and it's 20 or $25 and it's everything you need for the meal. Right. And, and I just go in there and put it in my little bag. Probably says something similar. Right. The, the night, the, the nights that I have those, I am just the happiest girl. I'm yes. Like, I might have to cook, but, but it's all, you know. I already and I would me.
1: love to know, and this, this is a whole other podcast topic and we can have it some other time, but I would <laughs> love to know how it became universally accepted that the woman in the household has to determine what everyone is eating for dinner. I, I want to, yeah. like, I want to go back and find out who was on that committee that voted this <laughs> policy in the place. I would like to know if we could have different representation on the committee. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't understand. Like, you work. Your husband works. Your daughter works. Your son works. Everybody has, everybody's going to eat. But you're the person who has to figure out what's for dinner. And and I hate that. I hate that. Like, it's, like, so much stress. And I'm like, why do I have to figure that out? You figure that out.
0: And I'll say, uh, happily, I have have people who are pretty easygoing about it. But I will say, you know, what do you feel like for dinner tonight? Oh, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. It does
1: matter. Because if I put, like, you know, cat food on a plate and handed (laughs) it to you, you might not be happy with that. So it does matter. And and you do
0: have preferences. Yeah. So. My but. son is pretty good about that, about, you know, saying, hey, let's, let's figure it out. But yeah, so, so we hope that this, this whole uh, topic has not overwhelmed anybody. We right. hope that you will Our find. Our purpose was
1: not just to complain about
0: being overwhelmed. No, Hopefully it's not. we gave you some solutions or some. No. And,
1: and, and as you said. you can relate to. As you said, and,
0: and you're right that, that what we're overwhelmed about, both of us, um, they're important, but it's not, you know, we're not. Um. Right. living on the edge of a cliff, trying to right. figure right. out, you know, what, what we're going to do. So that is, and there are people who are dealing with very real um, overwhelm right now. And there,
1: there are people who like setting a timer is really not going to do shit for what no. their issues are. And we acknowledge Absolutely. that. Yes, so. we
0: do. We do. So anyway, if you have um, ways that you have beat overwhelm or uh, learned how to deal with it better, Please. Or learn how to
1: stop from getting to that point.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, comment uh on our on our uh, Facebook page, which is an open dialogue, or you can email us at an open dialogue one at gmail.com. Right. And um, this Maybe part two of our overwhelming, depending on, because we're all overwhelmed today with our uh, our podcasting service. So. Our yeah, our technical difficulties yeah, so today were a little overwhelming. So this might have been. This might be part two. We'll have to see if it's. If you're watching it one part, then you know that we overcame it. So right. You know that two, we figured it out. And, if, you and if you're watching
1: this in two parts, we still figured it out. That's but, right. It's, yeah. it's a bonus. It's, it's what we yeah. call
0: a bonus. So anyway. Either way, we appreciate you joining us. That's right. You can find us on social media. You can find me at uh, toddracandle.com and um, on Facebook and on Twitter. Every now and again on Instagram, definitely. Hey, and I'm also on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. And you can find Violet. At violinhall.com. I'm on
1: Facebook. I'm a voyeur on Twitter, so you probably won't see me post anything yeah, there. But um, Instagram, and um, I have a TikTok account, but I've done nothing with it. It's really more so that I can watch videos. <laughs> yes, <same>. But yeah. <laughs> And, and right now to- you probably won't find me a whole lot on social media. Cause one of the things that I do when I'm overwhelmed is retreat off of social media. <laughs> like I don't have time. I can't do this. So
0: yeah. Uh, we do, we do both have um, Facebook groups though, our reader groups yes. where you can find us too. Yes. We, we have the ultraviolets and yes. the centresses. So you can yes. come find us on both and either and come say hello. And we look forward to talking to you again soon when we will I'll be calm and Zen. The next time we'll yes. just be sitting here like we'll, this. we'll be completely underwhelmed. Like Ross We'll be underwhelmed, but we won't be under we won't be underwhelming. Never. Just be very calm. So right. have a wonderful uh, week and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.